Okay, you can't hear the fan going. We can't hear anything. I can't hear Eric. Nope. We're good. Okay. Ready, set. Hold on. I, Eric just sent me a message or something. <laughs> back to Talkin' Trek, where dad and daughter talk Trek. I'm one of your hosts, Bridget Kelly. And I'm one of your hosts, Bridget's dad. Nice. What do you think of that? That was pretty good. Co-host. <laughs> Welcome a... back, everybody. Welcome We've... back. It's... Oh, go ahead. Oh, uh-oh. Uh we just said we didn't want to interrupt each other, and now we've already done it. <laughs> now we've already done it. Oh, go ahead. Meet my guest. I uh, just wanted to say, hey, everybody, uh, thanks for thanks for still listening to Talk and Trek. We did have quite the hiatus, yeah. um, but it's because we had uh, some big events happen in our life recently. Big events, yes. Uh, Eric and I did some traveling. Eric's uh, one of his best friends, Brian, got married. Brian. Um, that's and a good name. That's a good name, Brian. I like the name Brian. Brian, um, who they all dressed in Starfleet uniforms at the bachelor party. Sweet. And like yeah, so um, and then of course the biggest news of all is that a special guest from one episode, Michael Kelly, uh, just had a baby. So there is another addition to the Kelly family. Uh, his name, of course, is Shamrock Dumbledore. Shamrock Dumbledore. Um, he was a wonderful kid. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you went and visited him, not because he's not here anymore. Well, he is my grandson. <laughs> yes. And, you know, and I, you know, yep, it's, he's wonderful, all right, as far as grandsons are concerned. Yeah, so yeah. that's why we um that's why we've been on a little bit of a break. So welcome back, everyone. We have everyone. been on a bit of a break. We have been on quite the break. It's, I realized we haven't really, you know, uploaded anything since July thereabouts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been bad. Yeah. Bad for our uh, for our listeners. Bad. Uh, bad for us because we haven't been able to like, you know, dive into the. Uh, wonderful world of star trek and it's been too long it yeah. has been it has been it's been so long i just want to say one more thing about my grandson he is awesome yay oh man he was picking up his head and everything you know i'm not going to be like your normal grandfather who just like you know posts pictures on facebook every stinking day of their grandkid oh yeah not that there's anything wrong with that but mm. no, I'm. That's not what I'm gonna do. No, that's not what I'm gonna do. I <laughs> might. There you, uh, go. there you go. So anyway, 
because uh, we only visited them for three days. Mm-hmm. And I got to hold him. And I got to introduce him to Cubs baseball. Oh, so of course he, he did. Have, so, you know, if if there was any impression at all, he will have a lifelong uh, depression. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to the Chicago Cubs, which, well, you know, Cubs you know, fans know. Cubs at least fans know. you've Hashtag won. Cubs fans. <laughs> at least you know uh, you've now had two World Series and you've lived through one as opposed to the Vikings who are at zero Super Bowls. So Zero Super Bowls. Well, <laughs> you know, they haven't been around as long as the Cubs, though, have they? This is true. It's true. That's true. They, sure. you know, they wait till you get to 108 years. There. All right. That happens. All right. Well, so, we'll uh, see. You know, and again, as I was saying earlier, before I got sidetracked with my wonderful grandson, Shay Patrick, um, I was like, um, it's been just so long that I had this dream. Mm-hmm. I had a dream that I interviewed. Jean-Luc Picard. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I was interviewing him. We, we brought him on Talking Trek, and I interviewed him. Wow. Yeah, it was really cool. And it was so good. I'm going to play a little bit of it for you now. Today, we have a very special guest, and I have the great pleasure of welcoming none other than Captain Jean-Luc Picard to the Talking Trek podcast. Captain Picard, it is such an honor to meet you. It's good to meet you. Excuse me, but what is that background noise I hear? It's a mystery. Now we have to go search for clues. Right. Uh, I apologize for the inconvenience, and I hope it won't be too much of a distraction to you. I'll do my best. Thanks. Uh, Now... You are a character in a series of stories that has been masterfully portrayed by Sir Patrick Stewart. How do you, Picard, reconcile this dual reality? Is it uh, simply a a Jungian thing, or is there a deeper meaning than that? Considering the marvelous complexity of the universe, its clockwork perfection, its balances of this against that, matter, energy, gravitation, time, dimension. I believe that our existence must be more than either of these philosophies. That what we are goes beyond Euclidean or other practical measuring systems and that our existence is part of a reality beyond what we understand now as reality. Wow, that that was deep there at the end. Yeah, that was only a part of the dream. It yeah, went on. there wasn't really a wrap up like we do here. No, there was no, no, no. signing it, off or anything. It, well, it went on for quite a while, but you know how John Luke Picard can get pretty long winded. <laughs> I I love that you that the interview was with Picard, not Patrick Stewart, but Picard. But you bring up Patrick Stewart to Picard. <laughs> Well, yeah, that and that was the perfect answer to that particular question yeah, because, yeah, wow. you know, it, he was dealing with a dual reality—the reality of being Patrick Stewart, the actor, mm-hmm. and 
Jean-Luc Picard, the character, and and it made perfect sense in my dream. Oh, of course. So, so yeah. yeah. So, I mean, uh, don't, it makes... do not ask how I recorded my dream, because that yeah. is that's secret. It involves uh, Doc a, Brown. No, well, uh, uh, duct tape and a and a tinfoil hat. Oh, of course, of course. That's how you, you gotta, record dreams. You got to you know? get the. Uh, you got to make sure the amoebas can't get in there. That's right. You have to make sure amoebas don't get in there. So, yeah. so there you go. That was uh, <laughs> that was that was my interview with Sean Luke Picard. So wow, you know, let's give Dad a round of applause here. Like. Well, he no. interviewed Picard. Man, you're so lucky. Picard, Picard. Picard. so uh, lucky. You know, Even in a state of dreams. Well, in a, in a dream, you can swim the deepest ocean or climb the highest mountain. Yes. You can fly amongst the stars. What what dreams may come. No, that well, I was quoting Dumbledore, but that's okay. <laughs> anyway. So what's what else is new? Anything else going on with you? Are you good? Uh, I'm good. Ready Why? To, what's up? Ready to dive? You're ready to <laughs> what's up? You're ready to dive into this episode. What um, is the episode? You know, babe? I could start out with some shout outs, I guess. Oh, let's do a shout out. Uh, I, you know, I mean, we we uh, we used to do uh, shout outs at the beginning of the episode, so I guess we can do that. At the beginning, I thought we did them at the end. But um. Uh, well, whatever. I already said it out loud, so. <laughs> Wild card. Okay. Um, we've we've had, uh, you know, for being on hiatus, we have had a lot of attention from fans lately. So yes, I just yeah. I just wanted to give a shout out to Mike Moothart for uh, ordering a Talking Trek shirt because once he did it, then everybody in the country started doing it, and wow, they're really? flying off I, the shelf. I haven't I haven't checked I haven't checked my email lately. Yeah. <laughs> well, I saw the inbox and woof. You did. Uh, How do you get a hold of my email, email inbox? You gave me the password. I did. Not. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, we'll, we'll um, so wow. So, uh, again, if you want a shirt, you know, email us. I think you know the email by now. Say uh, underscore hot <laughs> at talkingtech.com. We have um, one satisfied customer. Yeah. One uh, and many more. And, um, I also, we had a fan, um, my friend Chris Estes, who uh, saw our post about the Lower Decks on Instagram, go to Talk and Trek on Instagram, and he mentioned that indeed we can play bits of an episode if we want to. Oh, as long as we're sweet. talking about that episode, we're allowed to do that. Right. So, well, good that's to know. what I just did. We were talking about those episodes in my dream. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. Those so episodes. That's why... oh, let's see what episode was those all of those in. One was in well, Clues, one was in uh oh, you know we should do that episode. Yeah, which one was the, that? The, the, the Euclidean oh, one? Yeah, yeah, that one that's a good episode. We should do that. It was in the first season. I think it was called Where Time Has Lease. Huh. That one was really good. But we'll we'll discuss that later. Well, this episode clues made me want to look up all the Dixon Hill episodes. Really? Uh, yeah, and I and I I didn't know that they did an episode in season one. I thought that I watched all of season one, but maybe I skipped around and I missed the big goodbye. So I feel like I need to go back and watch the big goodbye at some point. 
But until then, look, uh, Johnny, I gotta Johnny. tell you, Johnny, we gotta. <laughs> we, she's my cousin, the doll. You know, uh, the doll here at my. I'm from. What was it? Where was she from? Ohio. Cleveland. Cleveland. She's Gloria from Cleveland. <laughs> yes. So, uh, do you want to do the syn- thirty-second synopsis, Dad? Thirty-second synopsis. Uh, sure, I'll give it a shot. I think I have it in my brain. I didn't write it down, but I think I got it. Thank you. Got okay. it. Okay. You go ahead and time me. I'm looking at the clock. Okay, now. Ready? Okay. Three, go. two, one, go. Starts out. They're on the holodeck. Picard is introducing Guinan to the mysteries that are on the holodeck. And he's like going, hey, I like a mystery. I like searching for clues. And that's why I play this game, because it's all about Dixon Hill, which is what we just mentioned. And he's a detective. And then all of a sudden, a mystery comes from the 20, what is it, third century or fourth Mm -hmm. century. Fourth. And in that mystery, it's like there's this M-class planet where it shouldn't be. Oh my goodness let's go check that one out so they go up to check it out all of a sudden they're in a wormhole oh my goodness and everybody falls asleep except for data mm-hmm. data says i'm gonna wake you guys up oh they wake up you've yeah. only been asleep for 30 <laughs> seconds oh okay everything's cool well let's look around everybody happy yes we're all happy everything good yeah we're all good Okay, well, let's move on. Riker, shouldn't we go back and check out that planet? Here's the first instance where Data has a problem with what somebody said. Oh, you probably shouldn't go because that wormhole was pretty unstable. Okay, well, we won't do that. Let's send a probe. They send a probe. Then all of a sudden, little things pop up all over the ship. Let's say they weren't out for 30 seconds, but very longer. One is something's wrong with Worf's arm. Another one is there's plants in uh, somebody's cabbage patch. Another <laughs> one, yeah. well, another one is, uh, is uh, um, oh, I don't know, whatever the, it was. There's the, a lot uh, of the, yeah. little, little problems with the computer. There's lots of these things. And data has an answer for every one of them. Some of these answers are pretty ridiculous. And everybody's going, let's talk behind Data's back. Hey, stop. There's something wrong with him. We better check out his circuits. They check out his circuits. Data's circuits are great. Oh, no. Now we know Data's lying. He never lies. And suddenly they've got a big problem because, hey, Data is an android. And if he lies, well, we got to tear him apart and look at every stinking wire that's left. But. They can't do that. And so, oh, wait a minute. I think I've gone over 30 seconds. That's okay. You're doing anyway, great. Long story short, make the short story long. We're going to the end. The end is, ah, Picard, spoiler. Pic, uh, never mind. I won't say it. It's a spoiler. I won't spoil it. I won't spoil you it. You can spoil it. Spoil Everyone watch the episode before oh, they listen. they watch the episode? Okay. If they, if they watch the episode, it's a spoiler. Picard told Data to lie because... Some crazy alien race was going to blow up the Enterprise, and that would be wrong. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they decided to re- erase everybody's memories and say, dang, let's fix this and do it again. 
And that's what they did the last time. They erased everybody's memories, but there were too many clues left over. This time, it's a do-over. And these <laughs> aliens go like, yeah, okay, Picard, you get a do-over, whatever. <laughs> you know, hey. Yeah. And that's that's another problem I had with the episode, but that's okay. Uh, yeah. You get a do-over, and Picard says, we're going to have a do-over. And the do-over starts with everybody waking up, and Data says, you were only out 30 seconds. That was the biggest mistake he made. He should have yeah. said you were out two days. Why not? Yeah, why not? Why not say you were out for two weeks? You know? I, I, okay, so the only <laughs> thing I could come up with was... Out for two weeks, then it would have been believable. I lost my, my thing. My mic came apart. Oh. <laughs> and I couldn't hear you. Anyway... Uh, so there you go. 30 seconds. Sure, you're just going to say that every time you enter, like, uh, don't uh, let me talk. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, uh, I lost my mic. I unplugged it. Sure. One and a half minute synopsis. Hey, anyway, that, was, that was a pretty good synopsis. So uh, sorry, you, I, was, I was trying to you, rush. You reminded rushed. me of a lot of things that I wanted to talk about. So that well, I forgot. There so There's there you go. Things we need to talk about, about this episode. Yeah. So go okay. ahead. Well, Go on, Johnny. Tell well, him, Johnny. Where's the money, Johnny? See, if <laughs> I'm never, <laughs> this whole not interrupting thing is not going to work. <laughs> We're just going to sit here and I just won't talk the whole time. <laughs> okay, so the just to piggyback off of what you were just bringing up, which is though they they do this do over. But then Data still says, oh, you've been out for 30 seconds. And it's like, that was the problem, was everyone was like, no, we couldn't have been out for 30 seconds. Even if you erased all the clues, the, you know, a quote unquote, it's still pretty hard to believe that they wouldn't be like, are you sure? But I think the thing is that they said that the, the aliens did this, like, the blast that knocked everybody out, like, stopped their cells or something, and that's why they didn't grow any beards or whatever. Because <laughs> Jordy was really into, hey, I never, I didn't have to shave today if we were out a day or whatever. So maybe that's how he could get away with saying 30 seconds. I don't know. I still think that now... There was one day for them to set this up. And then there was that whole day for them to like go through all the clues. And then there's another day for the aliens to set it up so that all, all the people could. So now that we're at three days, that cabbage is going to start growing. Well, they, ha you know they got I mean? rid of the cabbage. Well, she put cabbage in there. They must have, he must have reset it. Did they not yeah. show that? I meant to go back and, wa and look at well, no, they didn't show her resetting the cabbage. They must but... have reset the cabbage. Well, I don't know why she has to grow cabbage anymore. <laughs> it was, it was once again, again, I want to pick this episode, but it was another example <laughs> of like, why didn't they know what to do with Crusher? They're like, I don't know, what's a doctor going to do? Uh, is she going to make an experiment on a cabbage in a free time? I don't know. Okay, and that brings me to another note. Let's just randomly go through things in this episode. Why not? I don't. Why care. not? Why not? No, okay, we, this is we another do things thing. Things our own way. We're this not your a, typical podcast. Okay. All right? This is another thing that she seemed to be so happy that she was like proving data wrong. Oh, every she time, loved it. She loved it every time she every time she found out something that. 
oh, I'm so right. I'm right about this. Whatever it is, I'm so right. And Jada <laughs> is proud. And it's like, and you know, uh, big smile I'm on her face. And, and she can't, she can't wait to tell the captain, suck up. Come on. <laughs> well, and the captain is like, oh, but George, I think she's got it. Yeah, I know. I thought that was a complete flaw in her character. But, I mean, you know. what isn't a flaw in her character to you? <laughs> <laughs> I, it's not like I dislike her. Oh, it's just I don't think she's was given the given the proper strength as a character when it was yeah. in development. True, true. She was given she was given different characteristics. So another so the cabbage patch uh, growth was what started this. Doctor was the right. first one to be like, this is a day's growth, not 30 seconds. <laughs> yes, and my daisies are all growing as well. <laughs> And uh, and then she she goes she goes and visits our old pal Colm Meany. Shout out to Colm. And she says, "Who who is the last one to use the uh God? What's that called? Why can't I think of it? The transporter." And they're like, "Ah, this person." And she apparently what is she what science star trek science does she does oh, she use uh, techno babble techno babble oh well his uh, his electrolyte concentration had deviated yeah her, she was like her cell membranes had you know they were 24 hours older than they should have been yeah which wow yeah how do you know that i mean 24th century it seems we all have a 24-hour like you know cycle yeah she I, probably should have been asleep when they were talking to her i feel like at some point there was just a trans like uh the tricorder was just would just be able to say that our cells were a day old yeah you something. would think that you would think as opposed that, to this but, weird thing that they did well they hey cole meany we love him you know we look for him Every time we go to the grocery store and <laughs> he is a, he's a great guy and he needed a couple lines in this episode. You know, I'm happy to, that he got those lines. Me too. I'll I am happy. It. He got a scene. He got a scene. I'm good with that. <laughs> I'll so, take it. Too. Yeah. So what was your favorite part of this episode? Hmm. My favorite part really was trying to track down all the times that uh, data was talking out of his butt oh man was so many it... times every time they came up with some problem data had some crazy ass answer for why it wasn't until they you know put him in a corner and then jean-luc picard's going like dude you you gotta answer me right now right straight tell me what's going on well... and and of he course. did. And Data comes up with another BS answer. Yeah, great. exactly. He still couldn't say anything. I wrote down, I love that Data couldn't lie. Poor guy was acting his little heart out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, he like, was trying. He was trying to lie, but he couldn't seem to figure out what it took to really make a good one. 
Yeah. So, well, that was the thing was, so they, they have a meeting and in the conference room and, and Crusher's all like, see, I was right. And then, uh, Data was like, came up with a theory and us, I mean, I'm no chief engineer, but sounded like a very fine theory. He's like brought up some ancient philosopher, physicist or something. And, uh, and then Picard's like, yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, you want to go, uh, go, go play with your toys and Data. Yeah, that wasn't that, that wasn't <laughs> obvious at all. Data, would you like to go help someone down on the lower decks, far away for you know, so we you can't hear what we're saying about you behind your stinking back? I mean, but that oh, was not Captain Obvious. I'm just like, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it was Captain Picard. That was Captain Obvious. That was totally uh, bad. And then I just loved the data. Do you believe him? And data was just like, no, shit, no. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and that was just, I was like, come on, it wasn't that bad. But it, it was fun because then, yeah, I kept trying to figure out if data was evil. I never thought data was evil, but I didn't know what he was up to. Yeah, and it not until the... The green, the green ghost of this, yeah, this this species uh, is like a little floaty green ghost and goes inside Troy. And then when Troy starts speaking in the green ghost's voice, mm -hmm. our official GTSer was was very scared. He was shaking in his little booties. Oh, he so, was. Yeah, well, it was a very scary voice. But here's the thing: I thought that was so stinking cheap. What they couldn't afford to get somebody to like make an alien mask or something that for well, that episode did they have that, too many alien masks uh, available did they, they not have, have like have, some guy with three eyes or you know even the squiddy thing from from galaxy quest would have been so cool <laughs> Well, that's you know? what they said was that this was a bottle episode or whatever. Yeah, I know it was, it was a bottle specifically episode. I no, that too. Yeah, specifically no guest appearances, all one set. I mean, yeah. maybe it was just an experiment, or maybe they just wanted to play with what they had. Yeah, they sure That's did. Fair. And that was really kind of, that was cheap. Making, Whatever. Making Her voice cry. was so scary. She got a very low voice. She, she was very scary. Low voices pretty well, you know. I'm wondering if she had to smoke a bunch of cigarettes before she got that, mm. did that, those lines. No. Probably. No. Probably. Smoked a cigar before she did those lines. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. can you hear? Yeah, there's a thunderstorm going on here. You can't hear that, can you? I can't. I mean, Good. I wouldn't mind it. Well, Dude, that I would just, be pretty cool. Oh well, it's it's scary. <laughs> it scary. is. Ooh. Well, of course, it will match the voice of Diana Troy. Yeah, there it is. It'll be very scary. <laughs> Anyway, okay, so yeah, I thought that was cheesy. I wasn't really happy with it, but that's okay. You know, you got to do what you got to do when you got a, you know, a small budget. I mean, this, after all, this was the fourth season, and by this time, the producers were going, you know, this thing ain't going to last very much longer. We better suck <laughs> as much money out of it as we can. Probably. Although we do love, we love producers. We love producers. Yes, we do. Um... <laughs> So I'm looking over my notes. Okay. Oh, yeah. And here's the thing. The Paxons. That's what they were. 
The Bill Paxons. The Bill Paxons, yes. How is it that the Paxons believed that Data would keep his word? Because obviously he didn't the first time. Because yeah. he ended up telling Picard what was going on, especially when Pax and Troy showed up on the bridge. But still, mm-hmm. that should have been a big tip off to them. Yeah, it's so. Well, I they knew they knew that Data was trying his little heart out. Yeah, they did know that, didn't they? No. Eh, eh, but, yeah, I like. Yeah, I definitely like the whole. Hey. uh... Hey, Paxson, you mind if we just give it another go? Give it and, another go. And she says, Are you a oh, goer? Yes. Yes, you are such an interesting species. <laughs> yes, I will let you try again. That was so wrong. That was like, <laughs> that was like, I was like, seriously? We're you not know, that interesting. Yeah, <laughs> I, it, it was kind of a dud move. Yeah, uh, it was totally a dud move. But I do, I do, I do like the point of the episode. The humans can't resist a mystery. I do oh, love that. Okay, that is that is true. And the other thing, the galaxy must be pretty dull. I mean, filled with completely dull and uninteresting species, because we seem to be pretty interesting to everybody. Yeah, Q. Oh, yeah, Q's pretty, you know, oh, we're interesting. You're worthy of a second chance, you boys. You know, (laughs) that's not a very good Q, but still. Yeah, I was like, that looked like a green alien or something. That's a terrible Q. Anyway, point uh, Well, it's because uh, we have, uh, we're very flawed, but very smart freedom of choice i don't know there's a lot of i think it's called it's something called confirmation bias yeah maybe it's 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 the producers and the writers (laughs) telling the audience what they already know oh you know humans are so special yeah, we're so, it's so, we're so special. We are special. Oh, okay. and therefore, this is was one more episode that will, shall we say, confirm our speciality. Confirm our beliefs. <laughs> confirm our specialness. Yes, it, Vespa. It will. It <laughs> will be a celebration of specialness. Uh, at the festival. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I. I what is hey, it? What uh, is it about this green? This green ghost people. This green ghost people. This green mist people. Yeah, that they're cool. like, we're so awesome. We don't want anyone to know about us because if they know about us, they're gonna kill us. Well, they uh, right? don't. Don't go there because then I'll start talking about people who don't want. Illegal aliens. <laughs> Do you think coming, that's what, what coming was into there? Yeah, they were. Yeah, well, no, it wasn't. But they were building oh. a wall. So they did build the wall. Well, they built, built the their own. Although they built their own wall. Do not. Do not keep out the aliens. Well, they made a wormhole wall. Yeah, I, I know. They just don't. They don't like. They don't like strangers, and that's something wrong with them. 
Yes. Well, I got to tell you, you know, there are a lot of different um, philosophical and religious tenets that uh, govern the society that we live in. And many of them, if not all, extort us to welcome the stranger Mm -hmm. and be kind to people that you don't know. I mean, just today, just today, I was sitting in a doctor's office and I'm sitting there in the chair and waiting forever to get in to see just the person that's going to type in what I'm there for, Mm -hmm. not the person I'm there to see. But that's neither here nor there. I will not talk about it. No. At length. Don't do it. It's it's the healthcare system. And if you want to hear about the healthcare system, change the channel to the Mm. democratic debates, which are going on as we speak. Anyway. Are they um, Yeah, they are. <laughs> but, uh, whoops. Hey, doesn't matter. I'm here with my daughter, and that's what's important. Mm-hmm. Not, uh, I can figure out the Democrats later. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, as I was saying, we need to like be kind to people. And, uh, and so I'm sitting there, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting. And then I'm waiting some more. And then a, an old man, very old man, who was obviously in very poor health, is rolled in in a wheelchair and they come up and put the wheelchair directly across from me. And he's sitting there kind of slumped over in his chair. And I'm looking at this guy and I'm thinking, gosh, that guy looks so familiar. I know, I know him. Who the heck is he? I can't figure it out. And then it dawns on me. He looks just like Babe Ruth. Oh my goodness! I ain't kidding you. He was the spitting image of Babe Ruth. I could. This, I... Was this just a way to just shoehorn this story <laughs> in there? <laughs> no, this is being kind because I was so kind to him. I was like, oh, I really want to get a selfie with this guy, but no, nah, he's old he's and a he's sick like, old man. He's a sick old man and he's falling asleep, so I'm not going to bother him. But I was sitting there looking at him, going. God, it would be so cool to get a picture with Babe Ruth. This is so awesome. <laughs> yeah, wow. I can't believe Babe Ruth was actually there. Well, no, he wasn't. He was. He died 70-some years exactly. ago. Exactly. <laughs> Leave the poor old man alone. Leave the poor old... But he's so interesting, I gave him a second chance. <laughs> yes, exactly. Wow. That was yeah. a good way to tie it in there. <laughs> yeah, I tried. I tried. It was a, it was a try. There you go. You did it. Uh, so okay so this was a bottle show you already mentioned that they did a lot of bottle shows didn't they i don't know think of another one they did a lot of battle shows didn't they i don't know oh yeah well anytime it's closer to the ends of the season they like to do bottle shows because then they didn't have to build sets uh-huh. So there you go. But uh Man, that was a, taking the magic out of it. Taking yeah. the magic out. Well, you know, that was a big thing on if you look at the original series and how many of uh, their series that they had to like uh to land on a planet to do whatever they were doing, and how many of their episodes that they just did it all right there on the Enterprise, and you saw that. Probably, at least anecdotally, 
it seems that there were more of those in the second and third season than there were in the first. Mm-hmm. Yet they still had huge sets that they could uh, run around on and move the rocks around and it looked different. Right. Yeah. And of course, they could always go to Vasquez Rocks. Of course. Shoot it from different angles. So that was yeah. always a that was always a place to go for a new alien planet. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. So um, well, um, this did what we because this did what a lot of episodes did oh which is Riker hardly had any lines in this episode and it's because the next episode again he's like the main character and the oh, main was story. that the one where he was like trapped on that planet with, yeah uh, with um uh bb newerth uh, I didn't watch it, but probably. Oh, he's trapped he's on a planet. He's trapped with... on a planet. So it, it's like another one of those examples of. It's like B.B. Uh, Newworth wants to have his baby in one of those planets. Of course I can't she remember, does. can't remember which, which one it was. <laughs> but she was like, I want, I want you to have my baby. Or I want to have your baby. <laughs> well, awesome. I want you to have my baby. I would want Riker <laughs> to have my baby. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, so it's that, ep- that example of uh, he was busy prepping for the next episode. So he was probably like, eh, just give my lines to Jordy. That's fine. Or Worf or whatever. Yeah, give my lines to Worf. And, hey, by the <laughs> way, why were the pl- Paxons on an M-class planet if they were non-corporeal? Yeah, why well, wasn't the made, the M class planet made up or something? No, it was it was that was why they were there, and they went back and oh, it is an M class planet. Maybe but they just I don't know. Maybe they then just the ghost then the ghost people came up and floated up there and like maybe they into, like to float in and out. I don't they know. Floated into Spock's brain or or, or whatever. Troy, yeah, Troy's brain. Spock. Spock. Troy, whatever. <laughs> they they floated into her brain, but I could again. That mm-hmm. could have been an energy field and not let's send a ghost person into uh, Troy's brain. Yeah, well, it just it could have been a, you know, but it, again, uh, there aren't green ghost people. And, you know, they're not always going to be just another humanoid with like a different nose, you know. Well, they can be. I mean, yeah, just give them a different nose. I mean, you know. <laughs> but they I, do that I, enough. I have the death system on 12 planets or no I mean, <laughs> death, system death death system death death <laughs> death cities no <laughs> sentence that's it I death, have the sentence on 12 systems sentence on 12 systems he had just a bad nose but that's what I'm saying is they did it a bunch of times. Don't you think after like, yeah, after like 12 different, different nose people, there's me like, can't we just do like a green ghost or something? Like, uh, yeah, I, know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's, it's a, it's an entire universe of infinite possibilities. Right. At some know, point, right. it could it, be a green ghost. It could have, and it could have been an intelligent squirrel. It, that's true too, but squirrels are harder to train. Wait. <laughs> An intelligent squirrel wearing a Starfleet uniform. And why are there oh, no man. squirrels in Starfleet? All right. That's another thing that I have a problem with. They should have squirrels and... A problem? Other other creatures in Starfleet. Uh, squirrels, cows. I don't know. Listen, dear CBS, I'll ask <laughs> Please put 
squirrels in Starfleet uniforms for this next show. I, I totally want to see a squirrel in a Starfleet uniform. That would be so cool. <laughs> I think you know, everyone I am, would you know, agree. I am I am making a video. Oh. I'm I'm putting together a video right now celebrating the 50th anniversary of uh, Star Trek. 50 the 50th uh, anniversary of it ending. Of it ending, because it ended in 1969, but it started it. It's taken. It's been four years in the making. Uh huh. This this this, this tribute this, video. This tribute video. It's been four years in the making. That's fair. Three, I'm sorry, three years in the Why making. Why don't you just say it's the 53rd anniversary? It's the well, 50 years of Star Trek. It 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 sounds better when you say that. Oh, okay. Three. I don't know, but <laughs> I I may just have to put squirrels with starfleet in starfleet uniforms in the video that. you know i just might have to do that just to right. just to show just to show everybody it's possible do it i think well, the world i think the world needs this yes squirrels and or gerbils all we are saying give squirrels a chance that's right yeah that's right that's right that's right so <laughs> All right, well, what else we got here? What would Kirk do? Um, uh, yeah, you never mm, thought of that, did you? He would have punched Paxson Troy, probably. No, he would have talked the Paxsons into destroying themselves. Oh, of course he would. Yeah. He would you don't want, you don't want to learn what other people do? You're so afraid of the outside world? Well, I think you should disperse. <laughs> exactly. You should go back to where you came from and never haunt the galaxy again. William Shatner in the studio? <laughs> Hi! I'm so, I was just doing a bad impression, but it was so great to meet you. Oh, you gotta go? Oh, okay. Bye, Billy. <laughs> Uncle Bill. Wow, he was here in the flesh. Uh, or in the green ghost. <laughs> it was the green ghost, William Shatner. It, it was green ghost. In, he William popped Shatner. into my brain and gave you a soliloquy. Much a like, soliloquy of very much importance. Much like uh, Picard did. Much like dream. Picard did. <laughs> yeah, well. It was a good. That was a good interview with Picard. I enjoyed that so much. Yeah. Uh, well, do you have any? Do you have any? I don't know. Anything else? Anything else? Let's see. We've. Uh, what would Picard do? Um, oh, wait a minute. It's my turn to to choose an episode, isn't it? Yeah. Wait. Before you do that, we should raise a glass. Well, yes, we should because we don't have anybody that died. Nobody died. Nobody died. I mean, our trust of data died a little bit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, the data's uh, trusting red shirt. Data's not a red shirt. Wait a minute. No. A minute. Oh, this is terrible. I don't have a red shirt. Wait, we just thought Eric, Eric the official GTSer, suggested one. What? Who's the red shirt? Uh, Google Hangouts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm going with the Google Hangouts. My, wait a minute. Suddenly, oh, Skype is over in the corner. Never mind. 
Um, yeah, we had, we're using a different recording system. We're using Skype this time. Yeah, I know because yeah, Google Hangouts. Uh, the Google, Google Hangouts, Hangouts on air is no longer. So I think we should. Yeah, Google Hangouts on air is no longer, which is the oh, you know uh, go-to medium for us to record. Hold on, I've got it. Okay, go for we it. We should raise a glass in remembrance of Dr. Crusher's Cabbage Patch. <laughs> yeah, well, there which you go. no doubt was destroyed of all existence. Yeah. Here you go. <laughs> to the Cabbage Patch Kids. To the Cabbage Patch Kids. May they rest in. Oh, somebody's salad. Mm -hmm. uh, very, they were very, they were very salad. She had a very good crop going. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I have two windows with Bridget in them on my screen, but I do. Ugh, too much. Oh, one disappeared. Now one came back. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. So I think the yeah. episode. Yeah. Sorry. This this episode was um, you know, it was pretty cut and dry. So there wasn't a whole lot to debate or flourish about so i do have an that's episode. my bad so i apologize that's okay i have an episode but i'm gonna do write go it ahead. down i'm gonna write it down i'm writing it down right now i'm writing it down you're it, writing it down once I'm i write it, it down. down once i write it down it will be set in stone so we have season two episode two two of t and g next gen oh yeah where silence has lease. Ah. Yeah. That's the uh, episode that I referenced earlier in the podcast. Oh, about how we should do it? Yeah. I remember uh, it. And I remembered how good it was, actually. It was pretty good. I just remember the first one of the season is that weird, like, Troy has a alien baby, ghost baby, or whatever. Yeah, ghost baby? Ugh, I hate ghost babies. <laughs> I know you do. I do. They, 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 it, it, a lot oh, of things. Oh, this one. A lot of things frighten me, but ghost babies really frighten me. Yes, <laughs> it's because they hold your hand while you're sleeping. Don't get me going. <laughs> I'm not telling you that story. I'm not that's a different. That that's a different dream, or uh, was it? Or was it? It wasn't a dream. It was a ghost baby. Oh, I remember this episode. I love this episode. It's a good this episode. Be... It's a good episode. We'll try this one. See what well, happens. This is good. Okay, one more in defense of clues because okay, yeah, okay. clues was like it was just very. It, oh. just, it didn't explore anything crazy, or no, it was just very it's matter good, of fact. It's a good, it's a good episode. I'm it, sorry it we any, trashed it. it we didn't, didn't trash it. It didn't, it didn't take any risks, but. It, really. it did have a good moral, I guess you could say. And and I would say that like the ne the episode that we're going well, that we'll do next time, it you know, a lot of Star Trek has that nostalgia factor for me. And so and the it, next it, one the next one we're gonna do is a bottle episode as well. Oh, there you go. But yeah. I definitely have yeah, like I, I kind of remember that episode a little bit when I was a kid, but oh but in defense of clues, I didn't remember that episode at all so it was oh, kind of like watching something from complete scratch so so it was uh, i mean it was still enjoyable to watch as good. star trek is so good. yeah well, so there you go we've got an episode got oh the, one the more thing too. i have one more thing yeah 
another shout out to a fan. Oh, go for it. My coworker Tommy, who we talk all things nerd and pop culture. Mm-hmm. Um, he asked me a very, very important question today that I eventually remembered the answer to. It took oh, me a little bit of stuttering. So I want to see if you know the answer to it. Okay. Okay. He asked me, what do Klingons smell like? Mm, I've heard it. Mm, it's like moss or no. Yeah. It's peat moss. Yeah. Uh-huh. And <laughs> I don't know. With a touch uh, of? Licorice. No, not not that. You're so uh, close. I can't remember. Was, uh, I was like, oh, it's peaty. It's peaty. And then I looked it up, and yeah, it was peaty, earthy smell with a touch of lilac. Lilac, because I, <laughs> I kept thinking lilac, but I knew that wasn't right. <laughs> nope, uh, it was. Anyway, the fact that... And then looking that answer up, it also came up with uh, Worf probably smells because apparently Klingons don't like to bathe. No, they don't. <laughs> That's one of the things about Klingons is they don't like to bathe. But hey, at least he smells a peaty, earthy, lilac-y smell. That's good. If I I smelled like that after I didn't take a shower, that would be fine with me. (laughs) Well, Mom mom does like lilacs. She does. That's her favorite. Well, if anyone else has any more uh, questions, please email us at say underscore hi at talkingtrend.com. Oh, so Bridget, what do you say we end this thing? Make it so. (laughs) (laughs) I was being Pax and Troy. Is that okay? (laughs) That's good enough. Let me hear the end so I know how to react to it. <laughs> Here, I'll listen to it. It's it's good that Phoebe's barking now because I'm hey. gonna cut all of this out. <laughs>